Welcome back to another episode of Sigma Duo Cast. Playing that awesome new beat, Daniel Sims, Introvert Burns. We'll be having him on the cast again in the not too distant future. See if we can get some uh, some lyrics to this intro. I'm your host Rick, and uh, today. Talking a little bit about some sports, actually. Some football. Some baseball. New uh, Maverick co-host joining me a little bit later in the cast um, to discuss the the sports this past weekend of football. Patrick Mahomes and uh, some big, big headlines in the uh, in the MLB Major League Baseball. But before I do that, I'm just checking in how everyone's doing. Um, just saw the news for those that are in the video game industry. E3 has been officially, officially uh, dead. <laughs> it's done. Uh, they are not bringing it back. I know I kind of figured this would happen back when Nintendo started their... Um, like digital because they always did a big thing you know for those that don't know e3 was an electronic gaming expo held in los angeles and it was like the it was like the san diego comic-con of comic-cons for video games and uh, all all video game industry would be there you can go to the expo try the new games the whole nine yards but the big stuff was like the main event you had microsoft sony and nintendo headline their games they would make the announcements of like the new consoles and you you know what new games are coming out like it was just huge huge um anybody that was anybody in the video game industry would go there i mean this is where dwayne the rock johnson and bill gates unveiled the xbox You know, and so, but at one point, I believe it was Nintendo that did it first. They went, instead of using a big stage there to present their stuff, they did it digitally. And I think it was with the, starting with Nintendo Wii U, if I remember correctly. And so they went digital. Basically, they released it online because they started, they were doing their Nintendo Directs, which is how they present a lot of their games um, and big video game announcements. And so it left Microsoft and Sony to be the ones over there. And eventually, I don't know which one did it first, but eventually um, one of them, Microsoft or Sony, started to go the digital route also. Um, and then but well, all of them. And so at, the, at that point, the main event, you know, was pretty much no longer a main event. Now, Microsoft, Sony, and, and Nintendo would still be at the Expo, so you can go and try the games out and see all that stuff. But they weren't again, giving out the big announcement, which is what everyone wanted to go. It's like when you go to Comic-Con, if you've ever been to San Diego Comic-Con, there was a time where you wanted to go to Hall H. Hall H is where they had the big announcements. That's where they showed you the big early movie trailers, previews, all, you know, you can see the celebrities and the stars of the film or whatever it is that was being presented. And, you know, people would wait in lines, uh, or not lines, but in one line for hours to get into hall H, and i remember when we went san diego me and my brother did that and we didn't really know by then who we were going to be able to see because the line was just so long and uh you know we got sunburn 
he got really bad because he was a light-skinned fool. And uh, we weren't wor- wearing any uh, sunblock or nothing, and we didn't realize we were just standing in the sun. But anyways, by the time we finally got into Hall H, um, I think it was the time when the first James Cameron's Avatar came out, and we got to see, like, that early and a couple other random movies, you know. I mean, again, at that point, it was whatever. we'll take whatever we can. I mainly wanted to go see something to do with Marvel. I think maybe Iron Man, if I remember correctly, but, you know, the line sucked. But anyways, that's what E3's big thing was. It was the big event with whatever unveiled that Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony did. But they got away from that, so it just became an expo. So people still went. They still made it happen, but eh. Um, And then once COVID happened, that's where it's like, game over. You know, Um, they shut it down. wasn't happening. I think they brought it back like a year after COVID wasn't well, or they tried to and it didn't. Even just this past one, this past June, because it's usually June, July when it happens. Um, they tried to do it again. Nope. They canceled it. And uh, they just announced today that it's officially done. So just another thing that the game industry is no longer having. And it kind of sucks. Um, you know, being that I used to work in the, uh, in the field of retail for video games in the industry, um, we would always, we would always hear the comments like, oh man, is digital going to kill games? Is digital going to kill games? And we're like, nah, dude, physical's here. Physical's here. We don't see it. We don't see it. Um, I think it's very, very safe to say in 2023, especially since COVID, uh, digital has won and physical is done. It's on its way out. And digital has really changed the game no pun intended, but yes, pun intended on how gaming works with consoles, especially when the console started to go like you have to mandatorily install the game, download updates where nowadays, you know, discs for games are essentially what discs were for PC games back in the 90s and early 2000s. They were just a key to give you access to play it. Um, and I mean, even, you know, games uh, like GameStop, you know, when they went digital, you can get the game at 9 p.m. versus waiting midnight. Like midnights were a thing of the past. Like I love, I used to love doing midnight releases. It was a party. It was a celebration. It was a community. It was so much. But those that appreciated like made it that much special. But the special, the specialty of it went away. The I want it now mentality, entitlement mentality came into play. And before we know it, they were gone and um, it became 9 p.m. releases because the business obviously had to change because they were trying to compete with uh, 9 p.m. digital releases. It's like, why would I wait till midnight if I can just get it at 9 p.m. digitally? <clears throat> so the, ind- the company had to change that. And before you know it, it was 9 p.m. releases in most stores. Most GameStops at the time closed at 9 p.m. So, you know, the novelty is just gone, man. I'm telling you, midnight releases were super amazing. I would love to dive more into that on how special they are. Maybe I'll do that on another episode. Maybe get uh, Retro Gaming Nomad back on here um, to kind of give us some insight because uh, we got to experience that as well. But that's how you know the gaming industry. And then YouTubers and these streamers, I don't know, man. At this point, I feel the gaming scene is not what it used to be. And there's more division in video games like there is in politics nowadays it's so terrible man you got microsoft and sony going to war nintendo's trying to be 
Switzerland over there doing their own thing. Like it's just all over the place, man. And it just sucks. And hearing that E3 is officially done, that, that, that kind of sucks. Um, I've never had the privilege to go. I know my wife had a, a privilege to go a couple times and it was just an amazing experience. And so that's just another seven times, seven times she's been to E3. Look at you go. Uh, seven time world champion over here. Um, I didn't even make the playoffs, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just, it just sucks. It's a, it's another thing in the gaming industry that of old is gone. So call me nostalgic, but, uh, I really do miss the old, the old form of, a of what the gaming scene used to be. But anyways, that's my intro for you guys today. Gaming. It's not what it used to be. Kind of sucks, disappointed, heartbroken, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get my new uh, counterpart on here so that way you guys can um, hear our thoughts on this past weekend of football and the evermost crybabyish I've ever seen Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so let me go ahead and get that set up for you guys here. Um, and let's talk about football, man. All right, now joining me um, via the interweb, we have uh, the the new Maverick. <laughs> yeah, Rudy joining me. We talk a little bit about uh, some football here. Man, what a first off, welcome, welcome again, Rudy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Always a pleasure. I feel like I'm, dude. I feel like I'm missing out though. I feel like we need it. We sh- if I need the ingredients here. if we're gonna do an interweb. <laughs> I need the ingredients for the Sigma drink. Hey, don't don't worry, man. I'm gonna try to. You know what, dude? I was thinking about. I was just actually tell, telling uh, the wife a little while ago. I said I'm gonna have to create like a little welcome package or something from a man. So you know <laughs> what I mean? A little Sigma dream, maybe some uh, some hardware or something. You know what I mean? Just right. to make sure I got you set up right. If we if we do this every now and then. <laughs> For real though, I, I need to have it on standby now if we're gonna be doing this. Hey, but it's so convenient how we're able to, um, you know, record and. Uh, do this you know oh absolutely very grateful for this service that uh, i was uh, shout out to uncle dad talks he provided me with this um, web service where we can do it's not like it's not zoom and it's not teams or anything it's like a specific one for uh, web hosting so i think this is pretty cool eventually down the road if i pay because i'm using the free one we're just i'm recording audio on my end but uh if i pay you know the top dollar for it i can actually record the video that we we have here <clears throat> if I ever want to, if we ever want to go video way. <laughs> oh, nice. That'd be cool. So, um, man, dude, this, this past weekend of football, what the hell? That was cr- dude, it was crazy. A- any given Sunday is, is legit yeah. thing, man. Seriously. What, um, I mean, overall, what was your takeaway of, of this weekend of football? I mean, we'll, we'll break down a little bit. The, obviously my Broncos, your Niners, Right, right. Um, we'll talk about that Sunday night game because I thought that game was pretty <clears throat> fabulous. Uh, playoffs, how they how they shaping up, and uh, obviously Patrick Mahomes, and then even last night's doubleheader was interesting. But your overall take on this uh, this weekend of football, how do you feel about it, man? It was a dude. It was a crazy Sunday. Um, I mean, you definitely had some some crazy games, um, some really good games, um, and then you know you go from like. I don't know if you saw the highlights for the Rams Ravens game. Yeah. Overtime 
you know, kick return, you know, taking it back, you know, you got, you got stuff like that. Um, you know, you've got the Bills Chiefs game and then, you know, you go to the Vikings Raiders and it probably goes down as one of the most boring games in NFL history. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's, I mean, it's no shade to the, I mean, kind of, yeah, a little bit. I mean, if you can't score, I mean, you got shut out three zero, but well, I mean, it's who, 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 who would be more embarrassed? Vikings or Raiders? Honestly, I mean, the Vikings only put up three points. And, I mean, the Raiders put up none. So, yeah. I mean, I would say only for the fact that in Las Vegas, I would say probably the Raiders. I mean, you just got – I mean, I think that would be more embarrassing. You don't put up any points in your hometown. I mean, but aren't they used to that already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean <laughs> – I mean, what's wild I don't know because you know what – they they were pumped for a minute, you know. All of a sudden, they got Antonio Pierce as their interim. the The team seemed hyped, and I mean, you know, they, they were pumped for a minute. You know, the Raiders all of a sudden started to get that that mojo back, and then you know, you don't score a point. Do you think? Do you think they should have? Uh, do you think they should give what's his name, Jimmy, another try? What Garoppolo another shot? Yeah. Uh, I think so, um, only for the fact that he's he's a proven quarterback. I mean, here's the thing. You never really know, like, what's going to happen with your backups. I mean, you always want to go with your vets. Um, Jimmy, unfortunately, has proved time and time again that he is just very mistake-prone um, in in relatively, like, you know, not even just important games, but... He just makes rookie mistakes as a veteran. Um, and, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, we'll see. I, I think they should. We'll see what happens if they decide to or not. I doubt it this far into the year. I mean, I think their season's already there. Their season's a wash. So, I will, they might let, uh, what's his name? O'Donnell? Yeah, they, he's the one that, he, O'Donnell's the one that, he's the, he's the one who played all the entire game uh, this past summer. Right, that's what I'm saying. They may just let him ride it out and see what happens. I thought it was hilarious that, for one, on that, I feel if they would have thrown Jimmy in, because Jimmy gets hot around this time. This this is the time Jimmy gets hot. So, I mean, if they were trying to win, that's what I would do, because they legitimately, technically still have a shot for playoff. Um, so I, but after this game, I don't know. Um, but I, maybe they're just testing out Donald. But I thought what was funny, if you look on the other side of the field, uh, the Vikings, you know, Dobbs, they ended up benching Dobbs, I believe, or something happened with him. So then they, they had, yeah, um, they benched him at some point or something because he went, oh. he started off 10 and 23. And then next thing you know who's in there, who ends up like at least driving the field to win it, Nick Mullins, who, you know, ex uh, 49er, but <laughs> what's right. ironically they, funny, ex Raider. <laughs> and they just announced today that they're starting Nick in the next game. Nick Mullins is their starter. Yeah, so I don't know if he's if he's a, if it's an injury thing or if they just benched him. I didn't I didn't see anything like update on it. Um, I was trying to see right now if there was anything on it, but it doesn't look like there was reason behind it. Uh, let's see here. Josh uh, relieved and ineffective. Josh, yeah, they just they just benched him. 
No injury. They just benched him because he wasn't playing good. Oh, wow. But what's funny is, so with the loss of the Packers yesterday, that puts uh, Green. I mean, uh, the Vikings, they're uh, in sixth place, so they're still in the playoffs. And, I mean, just getting on the subject of that one, honestly, that was probably one of the most surprising surprising games yesterday. Uh, I could not have called the Giants beating the Packers at all. I wouldn't have called that one. Listen, my common sense, my common sense. Especially after a week ago, they just beat the Chiefs. Listen, man. I Listen. I already know, I already know what you're going to say, right? Jordan Love is not the guy. I said this with Trey Lance. I'll say it again with Jordan Love. Dude ain't the guy. He ain't it. He, Th- hey, he was the guy last week. Yeah, but let's be real, man. Let's be real. And I mean, we'll we'll dive. A He's little a bit, good quarterback. We'll dive a little bit into it with with the Chiefs, but the Chiefs, the Chiefs sums up with the Chiefs right now. Something is wrong with the oh, Chiefs absolutely. right now. And so them them beating them, I don't know, could be a fluke. But I've been saying it, man. Jordan Love, I watched that game. Like I, I was sitting here and I was watching the doubleheader with Peyton Manning and Eli Manning doing their commentating, which was really good. And some mm. of the passes this dude did were just horrendous. My 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 fifteen uh, year old son could have thrown better balls than homeboy did. Like it was yeah. just bad. Yeah, I didn't see, I didn't see I didn't see the highlights of that game. It was like so overthrown. Like, I mean, there was even I mean, watching the great Peyton Manning comment mm. at, on his throws at you know in the moment, like dude, this he was getting frustrated. Even Eli, Eli of all people, you know what I'm saying? They're <laughs> both just getting, and it was cool because towards the end of the Eli Manning and Peyton Manning um, double, uh, we call it cast. They had uh, Minnesota Vikings. Um, what's his name? Homeboy, um, the quarterback of the Vikings, the main quarterback. Oh my god! Oh, Dobbs. Oh, you know Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. He was on the cat. He he joined them. And they were all just like, dude, like they were going in on him, dude. There was like a play where he could have won it, where he went to go throw it to, to, he had a clear shot in the end zone. And Uh instead of just going into the throw and throwing it perfect dart, this dude decided to do like a side fall away, sidearm toss, like wanting to be like an old school uh, Patrick Mahomes and missed it. And it was terrible. And that's, they didn't get it. They, they lost the game. That was. I like how you said. I like how you said old school. Patrick Mahomes, like, dude, ain't slinging the ball sidearm no more. Hey, I don't know, dude, but, but yeah. So, the surprise uh, was uh, Miami and Tennessee. Ooh, there you go. Espe- that was another one. Especially how Miami put up fourteen points with five minutes In, like, left. Five minutes left, dude. I thought that game was over. I looked at it and it was like five minutes left. And what was it? Twenty. 24 to 13, I think. 20, yeah. 20, 28. No, 27. 27 to 13. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, that game's over with. And then all of a sudden I'm getting alerts like, you know, Titans stun Miami. I'm like, wait, what? I thought that game was done for. Yeah. And then I look and all of a sudden it's 28, 27. Like, wait, what happened? Dude, that, that was uh, the quarterback that they have in the Giants right now, DeVito, dude. Some Italian cat from Jersey. No, no, no. You're talking about the Giants. We're talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm talking Tennessee. That's right. That's right. Okay. Tennessee is uh, Will uh, Will Levis. Yeah. I think it's. Is it Levis? Will Levi? Levis? Levi? I don't know. Levis there, right? Dude, okay. So him, yeah. I'm sorry. I was thinking about the dude from the Giants. Levis, dude, that dude was fired up. I don't know if you watched the game, but that dude was pumped. 
Even my yeah, wife he was, was dude. He was juiced. My wife was like, dude, this dude. He looked like a madman on the side of the, yeah. on the sidelines, man. <laughs> he was DeAndre, just like DeAndre uh, uh, D Hop said after the game, like th- th- that boy got some dog in him. Mm-hmm. Dude, that that was a uh, that was a pretty yeah, was uh, impressive performance. Hey, good for him. But I don't know. I don't know what happened, man. Uh, you know, Waddle got injured. Hill got injured. He was kind of in and out of the game. Um, they just really didn't have anything going into it. Just couldn't make it happen. And honestly, some of the play calling was just horrendous. Even the last drive that they had, I I don't know what uh, Coach McDaniel's was doing on that one, dude. Because dude, oh yeah, you're talking about where Tua got sacked. Yeah, like dude, the, it was like three plays or all four of them where it was just uh, running plays. I'm like, what are you doing? Like you've been throwing the ball well. Like where, what's happening here? Yeah. So I don't know. It was interesting Monday night games though. But um, let's go ahead and go to your. Uh, your 49ers. Yeah. Being the, C- the Seahawks there. Right. So right. having a old ex-Denver Bronco. Uh, hey, uh, dude, I think that was the that was the one game we hadn't had in a while where we didn't hit 30. Yeah. Almost. 28 we, points. We almost. <laughs> hey, but the other stat the other stat that I gave you was um, you guys uh, have held the opponents under uh, 17. For the most part, oh yeah, sixteen because you guys had them seventeen, seventeen, ten. Yeah, Eagles were the first one to get nineteen. Um, and then yeah, since then, so yeah, so sixteen, you guys held them down. So as long as that defense yeah. plays, I love the uh, little ejection they had there with me, uh, DK Metcalf. Oh, that was hilarious! Did you see they her? got under they they got underneath dude's skin and he was he got tossed. You see how there's reports that Shanahan was like telling. <laughs> Yep, I was just going to say that, how they were, he was promising a Christmas gift to whoever was able to get under DK's, DK skin. Oh, yeah. I can't believe that, man. I don't know how accurate that is, but it's still hey, funny. That play, though, was um, was rather questionable, though, like the whole ejection, because it was Fred. He suplexed, essentially uh, suplexed Fred Warner, and I was like, all right. And then Warner came back and like did the push, and I'm like, and we all know how this works in the NFL, man. It's it's the person who reacts that gets right. caught up, and so obviously Metcalf reacted. But dude, I think it was just aggressive as how he just like grabbed his face mask and was like holding it, and then he had oh you know, yeah, then a whole scuffle happened. I don't know how the other Niner guy got ejected. Uh, uh because uh, it was Lenore. Um, he just came in, just kind of trying to to back up Warner, and just came up and shoved him. So like he just came up and side shoved DK, gotcha. and that's why that's why he got tossed. That didn't look that bad. I was like, really? I didn't think it was either. <laughs> I actually had I was working that day, and I had a, I was watching on my phone the NFL um, or my computer. I was watching um, game day, so they were going between the games, and I was like, "Fuck, I gotta know what's going on in this one." So I actually had to pull up my NFL app so I could actually watch <laughs> the game appropriately. Um, but that was a good game, you guys. Um, won it you guys are in the playoffs really high up there uh thanks to the cowboys laying down an ass whooping on the uh eagles you guys are exposed eagles number one seed hey bosa said it and i mean i've said it a couple times myself like you put pressure on hurts man Mm -hmm. the dude makes mistakes yep do you think um do you think they'll remedy this who the eagles philly see the thing is I like. Don't get me wrong. I love holding on to the. You know, I love being the number one seed. I I feel kind of bad for the Cowboys though, because if you look at the remaining schedules, the Cowboys have it way worse for the remaining games. 
Um, we have it somewhat easy, but I think Philly has the easiest of the remaining games. Um, the only one I think that's a little bit questionable that might be a little bit difficult for us is going to be the Ravens. Um, and I mean, for good reason though. Um, you know, they're, they're a good team. Um, but well, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, with the rest of the teams that we have, I mean, the Rams, we got Cardinals. Um, those are division games. You know, typically division likes to play each other the hardest. So, I mean, the Rams almost beat the Ravens. Um, if it wasn't for that, you know, kick return in overtime. But, I mean, they played a hell of a game. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I think out of the remaining, Philly's got the easiest schedule. Are your dog in the background? Oh, yeah, he just got his new bark box today. So, <laughs> squeaking on that, that chew toy. I hear it. He's loving it. The yeah. golden retriever, right? Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. Um, Yeah, I mean, Philly does got an easy schedule. I mean, I mean Seahawks, I mean, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be playing their hardest because they're trying to stay in the playoffs. They still have a chance. Right. Um, Cardinals are done. I mean, that, that should be an automatic, but you never know. And then they play the Giants twice. I don't know, dude. Giants with DeVito and everything. <laughs> with his with his mafia agent yeah. by his side. Have you seen that, dude? That yeah. cracks me up. This dude comes out legit like a mafioso, bro. This man's coming out in all black. He's got the fedora on the sidelines, gold chain hanging out of his out of his coat. And I'm like, is this dude a soprano? Like <laughs> As an agent, he's even doing like half, I was watching when they put the camera on him. He's doing the whole where you, uh, you know, you you put your fingers all together and you're like fabulous. Yeah, even <laughs> dude, he, cause that dude to- is <laughs> legit. Got to be like 100 percent Italian or something like dude, that. 100, dude. They were even up in the stands like whenever something good happened, they're like doing the Italian, you know, giving the kiss on the cheek, you know, like out of respect. Oh, or whatever. I was like, bro, what is happening right now? I don't know, dude. That hey, dude. What's What's uh? What's the joint? Is Devito? No, Devito. not Devito. Devito is he? A, well, is he? A, is that Italian? Is he Italian too? Yeah, yeah. The the, is, the what is his the quarterback? He's what is his a, what is his agent like? A family friend? Probably, dude. They're all in the business. I guess. And he's from Jersey, I think. So New York oh, Giants, no. Jersey, Italian. Oh, that's a wrap right there, dude. And then he just you know did what he did right now to the Packers. Hey, that was good. Seriously, if Eagles. You know, slipping up. Hey, I'll tell you what, dude. If they put that pressure on Hurts, the defenses can step up. We'll see. They might. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, you never know. I mean, like I said, with this with this dude playing the way they are, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw a stat to where they, he is now 3-1 and one since he took over as starter, DeVito. Really? <clears throat> yeah. He's 3-1, and one. That's, I think. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Well, dude, I mean, that's that's really impressive. Right. Let's see. He started. Um, it looks like he took over the on the nineteenth. Yeah. Against, look, I know you look at right there. Yeah, three. Yep. One and five with with uh, Jones. Three and one with Devito. Yeah. And the only loss that he had it must have been the uh, the Dallas game because. They beat Green Bay, they beat New England, they beat Commanders, and then the they lost to Dallas and lost to uh, Raiders. So it had to have been, uh, had to have been Cowboys, which, I mean, hey. So well, you never know. Yeah. You never True. know. 
I'll tell you what, though, man. Dallas is playing really good football right now. I know every person out there, especially you, you're a Niner fan, are like, oh, sure, right on clock. No, they know? are. I, I, I mean. They're playing good football I, right now, man. They are. And it was funny because I was watching, um, you know, I, I typically try to watch, like, first take, you know, in the mornings. Oh, because Stephen A. Smith? The, oh, yeah. The biggest this, cowboy hater? <laughs> yeah. And, but he actually said it, though, too, because he gave them their props. He was like, you know, I, I, I love to see all the cowboy fans getting pumped up because this is usually what happens. You get, I mean, they get pumped up, and this is exactly what happens. The Cowboys are usually in this position at this time every year. Yeah. But then when it comes to the playoffs, Rip. like it's a it's a wrap. Um, but uh, like the co-host asked him, like, but be real, does this feel does this season feel different? And he said yes. Like even Stephen A. admitted it. Like yeah, like this. This season feels different. Like there's something about this Cowboys team that's different than the re- than the other past years. Yeah, um, they they're. I think the biggest change they did was I think Mike McCarthy is actually play calling. Yeah. This time around, so I I mean they're hungry. They're due. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if Cowboys went to the play uh, Super Bowl and win it, I wouldn't even be mad about it. I mean, good for them. And I know Cowboy fans will. That's like their millennium right there because the next time after that, who knows when it will happen. But you know, um, dude, they're playing. They're playing really good football, and I think I feel like they're due. Um, Jerry Jones ain't getting any younger. They and, have no reason not to. To be honest with you, I mean their their roster is is very stacked. Their roster is extremely yeah. like offensive and defensive wise. It's stacked, so they have no legitimate reason to not. I I mean. The way it should be, it should be Niners and Dallas in the NFC Championship. I was just going to say that, yeah. It I'm, should be Niners and Dallas. Because there's really, I'm looking at the rest of the schedules. The only people that pose any threat to Dallas, shit, let alone the Niners, I mean, let's be real, it's, it's between Philly, Dallas, and Niners. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That's 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 the three. I mean, the other any other team in the playoffs, I mean, would be they'd be an upset. Niners, Dallas, and Philly losing in the playoffs would be a major upset because they're the top three. Right. Um, but, yeah, as far as Dallas goes, um, Niners are the only ones in their way. And we all know how the last time Niners and Dallas played in the playoffs, how that right. turned out. But who knows? Might be a different story this time around. Yeah, no, it's not going to be. <laughs> um, other big for me, uh, Denver, man, got another game. Hey, you know what's funny is that we're pre- what we predicted – the last cast is kind of happening. We said right? Eagles need to lose twice for you guys uh, for you guys to come up. Happened. I said Denver needs to win out. We can, if we lose two games, it will be the uh, Browns and then the Lions. Um, yeah. But we have to win out the rest. We've lost Browns, unfortunately. We uh, beat the Chargers. We play them again, but Herbert's out. He, he Herbert's been, out for the season. Yeah, so that's major. He's done. We're playing yeah. this. If you, guys, if you guys smash them with just like that with with Herbert in, and then yeah, it should be that should be an easy win for you guys. Well, we play this Saturday. Am I? If we are able to beat the Lions this Saturday, which maybe because the, the Lions played pretty bad this past week. Are you guys playing in Detroit or in Denver? Uh, in Detroit, Saturday night. Ooh. In Detroit. Um, that's I, that's gonna, that should be a good game. I, hey, they put us prime time. Honestly, they're yeah. <laughs> What do you, what do you Should think? Should be a good game. What do you think, that, uh, honestly? It, uh, Lions, Lions it, are favored to win. They are, they are favored to win, but I guarantee you it's not by much. 
I don't see the spread here. It says by it five. It can't be by. Nah, I honestly don't. I the way that the the way that Denver's playing right now, I honestly think it's going to go Denver's route. I think the Lions are starting to unwind. Um, they were they were strong, and I was really rooting for the Lions. Um, you know, to do their thing, and I mean, if they end up ultimately winning the division, great. Um, I think they're going to get bounced though in the first round um, of really? the playoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think they'll get bounced. I, I think the Lions, they're, they've, I mean, they just got beat by the Bears. Mm-hmm. And there was a game, uh, it was, I don't know if it was the week before or like a two weeks ago where they were, they should have lost. And if it wasn't for like some miracle fourth quarter, like things that they pulled off, then the Lions won. But before, before the Bears, it was against the beat the Saints. And that might have been it. What 30, was the score of that 30, game? 33 28. I think it was another game. It was a low scoring one, but they barely won. Yeah, But they, yeah, I mean, there's there's is just to me they haven't like I said, they started off strong and then they really kind of went like spiraled from there. They're very inconsistent. Really? Oh yeah. Well I'm hoping, man, because like I said, we play them. After them, we just have the Patriots, the Chargers, and then the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And uh, two of those games are home games, Patriots and Chargers, and then Raiders in, in Vegas. So we'll see, man. So It should be good. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, if we win out, we still need a couple other teams to lose because the AFC playoff race is, like, really freaking tight. It's yeah, it very is. annoying. So <clears throat> let's go ahead and let's talk about the, the main one, the big one, man, the, the freaking – Kansas City Chiefs, specifically Patrick Mahomes, man. Oh, cheers, guy. So, in case you guys don't know, um, Bills and Chiefs played, which is a really good matchup. It's like almost like a probably an AFC Championship rematch or even just divisional rematch. Uh, Bills won twenty to seventeen. There was a play, a very very exceptional play, where uh, Mahomes threw it to Kelsey. Final play of the game, essentially. Cause essentially, because there was still like a minute left. Uh, Mahomes throws it to Kelsey. Kelsey's running up the field. Two defenders. He, um, just as he's about to get hit by a third defender, he throws the ball back, laterals back to Tooney, uh, or Towney, and then Towney runs it in. Touch- Tony. Tony. Tony? 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 One of those. One of those. And uh, he catches it, and he um, gets a touchdown. Amazing. It was remarkable. However, there was a flag on the play for offensive offsides. And upon looking back on it, you see that... Um, just because I want to make sure we get the name right here, I'm going to look it up real quick. Tony, Tony, T O N E. Tony, right? Yeah, Tony. Yeah, Tony. I'll say Tony. <laughs> Tony, he was lined up, lined up offsides, so his foot was pretty much well. His foot leg was kind of like beyond the ball. So, in case you don't know, when uh, you're offensively, you have um, obviously when you watch on TV, we see these magical lines that they paint right. for us. The players don't see that live, of course. But wherever the ball is positioned from the center, uh, no player can be beyond the ball. And uh, Tony was lined up beyond the ball. I mean, it's clear as day. You see it. But so it, neg- it negated that whole play, which was amazing. Um, they had three more shots still, and they couldn't cash it in. Uh, Chiefs turned over the ball. Bills got it. Deal done. Game over. And uh, Chiefs lost, but the big story was just Mahomes. Like, how fired up this dude was. 
Yeah, he was like going at the ref on the sideline. They had to hold him back. He, uh, during, you know, the handshake, like he didn't even give Josh Allen his props. Like he was just taught, he told Josh Allen it was the worst call he'd ever seen kind of thing. Like, yeah, now that congratulations, he was, he was pissed. So this is post game interview. Yeah, post. <clears throat> oh my God. This, this is a little bit of the audio. This is uh, what you were just speaking to right now, Rudy. Uh, and this was Mahomes and Allen walking up to each other. Uh, where they normally say good game. Fucking terrible. Fucking worst call I've ever fucking seen, man. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking terrible. Fucking worst call ever. Like, I mean, he's now, because of all the the, uh, media behind it, uh, Mahomes mm-hmm. just came out and apologized, and he said, I shouldn't have acted that way, and he apologized to Josh Allen and all this. And he's a bad ex- That was a bad example for kids and shit like that. But I'm like, I don't know, dude. I think we're starting to enter the era of when I hated the fucking Patriots and pay- um, fucking Tom Brady. The Chiefs are starting to become that, man, especially Mahomes. Really? That's how I feel, dude, because I'm like, bro, your guy was lined up wrong. This is your right. guy. Oh, 100%. And he admitted it, too. Like, Mahomes himself... It's, it's not even the fact that – see, and that's what kind of gets me. It's not even the fact that it was offsides. He's just mad that it got called. Yeah. Because because they lost. That was essentially the play that cost them the game, yep. and I think that's what he's so pissed off about because the Chiefs aren't the team right now, like in the AFC, how they've been used to being the team in the AFC for the last three, four years. They are not that team this no. year, no. and they've made so many mistakes. They That team holds the – not, I don't know if it's a record, but right now they have 33 drops amongst oh. their receivers. Yeah, in Valdez the is the fucking main culprit. That's what I'm saying. 33 drops. Like, they lead the league in drops just amongst the Chiefs wide receivers. Like, bro, don't get mad at the refs. Get mad at your team. Like, get mad at the rest of your team. If you want to be fired up because of a loss or whatever, that's one thing. But, dude, you're, you're, you admitted your boy was clearly outside. You just got upset that it got caught. That he got caught offsides, so yeah, he, yeah. Ag- he acknowledged like it was a valid penalty. He's just mad of like, yeah, they lost the game, and he tried to point it like, well, that's like a Hall of Fame, you know, it affects Kelsey's Hall of Fame career. No, it does it's a not. great highlight. Like that's a good one, and I mean, the dude who committed the offside, he's the one who actually scored the touchdown. Same thing for him, but I mean, like it just really painted the picture of like, oh, I don't mind if the calls go in our favor like that all the live long day right. but when they go against us fuck no, it's unacceptable you know yeah. press conference we gotta like they gotta there's inconsistencies we know this we know there's inconsistency with officiating for the last five fucking years they're not gonna get them all right exactly this is the right call he did the right play and everything absolutely uh, and so but he's over here like oh they need to get it like dude really and even to the point where he even got um the co uh, andy reed to even like chime in on it and i'm like mm-hmm. you guys gotta be like shitty right now like yeah really and i think and i think that's what it is too it's just like like reality starting to set in like like i mean are they probably okay at this point i shouldn't even say probably gonna win the division because that's not necessarily true Ooh, um my, my denver's knocking right. at the door baby and and I think that's kind of like all piling into it too. That's I think that's a factor in how the Chiefs are feeling, how Mahomes is feeling. Like he doesn't have a lock on the AFC anymore like he used to. Mm-mm. And because the Chiefs have been to at least to me and to probably their standards, they haven't been playing up to par this year. Nope. 
And so I think his just yeah his frustrations just came out because it didn't go for his favor and just kind of let it out like okay. Well, I think I th- honestly it was it was a pitiful it was a it was a pivotal game because had they had won that game, that may have changed the scope of of the division like for the remainder. Well, I'll tell you what, if they've won, it, had Kansas City won, it would have made them nine and four. Right, Miami lost yesterday, so they're one game behind Baltimore, and I think technically Kansas City would have been second seed. So in terms of playoff seeding, it would have put them right there next to Baltimore, really close. I mean, one game behind. But that's like a sure-in, and for the most part, most likely a sure-in for the division. However, because Denver won and they lost, we're one game behind them. Now, the odds of us winning the division is still very, very slim based on the record or in the schedules, but it, we are that close regardless. Right. And the thing too is not only that, but here's the fucking craziest thing right here, dude. Like, I don't think no one's really thought about this. The craziest scenario that is still possible. The chiefs can miss the playoffs. And I was just going to say that same thing. Cause I'm looking at the records right now. It's very possible they can miss the playoffs. Because, I mean, dude, look at everybody in the AFC North has a winning record. Every team in the AFC North has a winning record. You have the AFC Steelers, North, Baltimore, 10-3, uh, Browns, 8-5, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, 7-6. Right. And, I, and I'll tell you this, that kid Browning, Burroughs' backup has been slinging the ball. Yeah. That boy bad. I mean, if you look at it right now, AFC, there's, for those that don't know, there's, um, you get seven, used to be six spots for playoffs. They added the another wild card, so there's seven. Mm-hmm. Four spots are permanent to those that win the division, and then you have three mm-hmm. wild card from any division. So, just to paint a picture, in the NFC, I mean, technically, you pretty much can confidently almost say, Niners, Dallas, Detroit, Tampa. Well, that one's a little. That one's a whole other fucking mess. But Philly. That's actually true. Minnes- yeah, wow. Yeah, looking at the NFC South. Wow. Okay. Minnesota, Green Bay. Depending on Green Bay, depending how Green Bay, uh, Rams, and Seattle play, let alone Atlanta, New Orleans. Like it, it, it you can kind of have a good idea of who's going to go in the fucking playoffs, and that's that. If you look at the fucking AFC, there is sixteen teams in the conference. And literally at this moment, 11 of them are like literally standing side by side. Playoff contention. To be in the playoffs. And again, and only seven can make it. And there's 11. So so it's, it's wild to think that technically there's a possibility that if the like Chiefs could legitimately not make it to the playoffs. Yeah. If, if Kansas City lost the rest of their games, they're done. They're out. Oh, yeah. So basically, no, do, I, do I see that happening? Probably not. No, absolutely but not. But I mean, that, that's where we're at. Like that's that's why this game was huge. Because in addition, it would have knocked the Bills out too. They would have been six and six. Bills probably would have been done because the Bills won that game. They're still in the run now, even though yeah. they're pretty much last in that in that lineup that I just said of the eleven teams. So it's just I don't know, dude. AFC's fucking crazy, and we have what three more games? Four more games? Yeah, four more games. Fuck, dude. But. I don't know. I think I think Mahomes handled that very poorly. Um, 
I think there's too much distraction. I mean, after they lost Tyreek Hill, they thought they were tight. They went back. And I think now they're actually feeling the effects of high-paid players. And honestly, I don't necessarily think it's really Mahomes' position to really call these players out, his own teammates, um, for the sake of not losing the locker room. I think it's more on, like, the veteran uh, that in, like, Travis Kelsey, where he should be calling out his teammates. Like, hey, we got to catch these fucking balls. We got to do this. But, I mean, that dude's so wrapped up in swift ass right now, dude. He can care less what's going on. So... I don't know, man. I, I just I got a feeling, man. This this these last four games are going to be insane. Oh yeah, there's there's so many there's so many things on the line for so many teams. So it's it should be really good. So I know we did it the last time we recorded. We'll do it super quick here. Um, let's see if anything has changed. I think we picked what our uh, championship games, right? Like what's two teams from each division or each uh, conference last time? I think so. Right? Yeah, I believe that's what we did. Because last time we said, I know we said Niners and I think I said Niners and Philly because I think it would be cool to have a rematch in the championship. Uh, I'm still, I'm gonna, well, we'll change it up. I'm, I mean, it's a new week, so let's. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Only because. Like a horse, like, man. <laughs> only because the way they've been playing, like it, it makes it really hard. Only be, only for the track record. I, I would like to say the way they've been playing, it should be Niners and Dallas. Oh yes, in the in, in the NFC Championship. I would but love that. We already know how Dallas's track record is in the playoffs, though. Too now, given given who's in the NFC, do I do I honestly see anybody putting up any kind of like roadblock to Dallas's way? No. Um, so, other than the Eagles. So, I think it should be Dallas and the Niners for NFC Championship. I'll tell you this. I, I want to agree with that. The only way that will work, um, mm-hmm. Dallas, I mean, obviously, we want Niners number one. If Dallas is number two seed, I want to say that's high chance. Like, that's it. And honestly, I would love to see that championship game. Oh, yeah. I think that would be a fantastic. Because, I mean, for those... If you're a Niner fan and a Cowboy fan, for that matter, the rivalry will be reignited like from the nineties. Super Bowl, for us. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Honestly, yeah, I think that would be so so interesting. We'll just make sure we don't watch it at my house because um, apparently I give bad uh, <laughs> Niner juju on that one. Seriously, apparently. Uh, Phil's house. Phil, if you're listening, we're going to your house. Just be prepared. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell him. He, hey, you better start. Booking these dates. I don't care if you got drill or anything. That's not happening. Seriously. Um, what about the AFC? It's all over the place, man. Ugh. It's anyone's game right now in the AFC. I was very confident with Miami, dude. But after I saw them yesterday what, with, with Tyreek not, not in it, if this dude stays healthy and if Waddle's there healthy, then okay. I, I'm back where I want to be. But I don't know, dude. I, I watched that game and I was a little... Uh, Shit. Yeah, I'm not 100% sold on. I would say for me right now, AFC Championship, Ravens I think are a lock. Um, I think the Ravens will go to the AFC Championship. I hate to admit it. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't see anybody from the AFC South going. Um, and I... Ah, I okay. As the way it stands right now, just just kind of 
if they play as hard as they do, and this is only because it's the Chiefs, I would say Ravens, Chiefs, AFC playoffs. I don't want to see it, though. Do I ultimately think that's probably what's going to happen? Sadly, yes. I don't want to see it, though. I want I want to agree with you on Baltimore. Um, I've been a big – I've always been a big uh, hater of Lamar. Um, I watched some of the highlights of that game. Dude is playing better. I, I, he's staying in the pocket. He's throwing the ball. Um, I like what I'm seeing there. So, and honestly, I feel like even though they're the number one seed, I feel like they've been under the radar this whole time. Like they, they have, they, 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 nobody, you don't really hear about them too much. They haven't really been talked about much. So I like, I like that a lot. I like the humbleness of just staying low key. So I'll say Baltimore, um, for, uh, for AFC. I want to see Miami. I just really want to see. Miami. I would like to see Miami. So I'm going to stay with Miami. Baltimore, Miami. I, I, I do want to see my Broncos. I don't know, man. Just, I, I just want to. I just want. I, I do, honestly. I mean, one I, in five, I, and I then mean, go to the fucking AFC Championship. That'd be amazing, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm still going to stay with Miami. Uh, I got to see how they play this this next two games. Okay, you got you got Miami and and Baltimore. I got Baltimore and Chiefs. Kansas City. Yeah. We're so we're same. We're same in the NFC, AFC. We're the same minus Miami and, and Chiefs. So. All right, so we got another week of football. We got three games this Saturday. Um, let's see here. We have well, we have Thursday game. We have Chargers and Raiders. I don't really give a shit. Does that game Seriously. doesn't matter? It's like watching the Vikings and the Raiders. <laughs> it might be again, yeah. Um, but then you got Vikings and Bengals. That's going to be a good game for both teams. There, that's a that's a very important game. Uh, this one is a very important game that I'm very excited about. It's Steelers and Colts because be we're again they're seven, they're both seven and six. Denver seven and six. One of them is a guaranteed loss unless they tie. And so then, the Bengals, the Bengals are seven and six. Too. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like that's that, a big game for them. Yeah, and Minnesota, Minnesota seven. And, it's all seven and six minus the Lions. So, right. so basically, what I'm saying is, this weekend, these three games are fucking important uh, for playoff implications. So, um, hopefully, uh, my Broncos can make it happen against the Lions. Um, we'll see how those other two games play out. Dog, dude, that dog is going ham. I love it. Um, other than that, no other really big game. I mean, you guys play Arizona. I don't see you guys. Messing that game up unless something crazy happens. Seriously. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys-Bills will be a good Sunday game. And then Ravens and Jaguars, uh, that's actually a good game too because they're – That'll actually be a really good game. So both, yeah. both leading their divisions. Yeah. So Sunday night game looks good. Cowboys-Bills afternoon Sunday game looks good. And then Monday night game, I'm going to say it's good because, I mean, I don't know why um, – unless you know because you obviously you guys played against them – do you know why Drew Locke started and Homeboy didn't start? Is he injured? Geno Smith? Yes, he's injured. Okay. Uh, uh, groin injury. Okay, so if he comes back, you know, they might have a good shot against the Eagles. I mean, it'll be an interesting game to see. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, no, interesting week of football. Oh, yeah. All right, man, before I let you go, um, very much appreciated because you are a Los Angeles Dodgers fan. And I'm not a baseball guy. Obviously, um, as I just said, you're a Dodgers fan, so you are a baseball guy. 
Uh, I gotta ask about um, this Otani. player. Hi, hi, say it. Shohei Otani. So uh, this player from Japan was with Los Angeles Angels. Yes. And he just signed a ten-year, seven hundred million dollar contract. MLB. He's a pitcher. Is that correct? Yes, pitcher for the fucking Dodgers. I need your thoughts, man. I need to know what this means as a Dodgers fan. As a Dodgers fan, as a Dodgers fan, I'm hyped. Um, Shohei's a phenom. Um, I mean, I, I think 100% will. I mean, I think he's absolutely worth every penny. Um, like I said, the, the dude's a phenom. I mean, he's he's just one of those rare oddities. I mean, dude throws fire. I mean, every time he pitches. I mean, we're talking about like 10 plus strikeouts. Um, and, you know, almost every time he's up to the bat, he's he's smashing the ball. Um, and that's very rare, especially when when you're in a, you know, p- a pitching position like that um, to see somebody like that, like smash the ball like he does. Um, so, like, as a fan, I'm extremely hyped. I'm not hyped to see the price, the price hikes that's about to hit Chavez Ravine Stadium. But, you know, it comes with it comes with it. I read. I read a thing briefly. I don't know what I, I was googling this guy because obviously I'm trying to learn who he's about. And one of the things he's talking about his his contract, right? His, he deferred it. Well, no, no, actually not that. I was gonna I was oh. gonna comment more on what you said. The prices, uh, yeah, he deferred his thing, so it's a lot cheaper, so they can afford players because his goal is to win the series, right? He said, right, which want- is which is awesome because he didn't necessarily need to do that. So I mean, that just kind of shows you. I mean, at the end of the ten years, oh, he's going to get what six hundred and eighty million dollars, yeah. like just up front. So, I mean, but it, it was cool of him to defer it because his goal is to win championships. It, was, it, it, was, it gives the Dodgers a lot more money to spend now. Yeah, it was, it was his decision and uh, to quote him verbatim, not, or not verbatim because I don't really know the exact quote, but he said, uh, I want to uh, bring more series, World Series and parades to the city of Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, what I was going to comment is there was already tickets, the opening, the opener, was going on sale. It was over nine hundred dollars a ticket just to stand. That didn't right. include seating. Nothing. <laughs> no, that's standing room only. What the? I hell? saw that. Which I mean, I, again, I don't know how much. I know because that was through StubHub. Because um, I don't even know honestly. I mean, if like tickets have went on sale yet? Um, oh. Like regular season tickets, they haven't even started spring training. I don't think the schedule has even been released yet, so like I don't know where these prices are coming from. Um, yeah, people want but, to know. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's it's going to get crazy. I mean, I'm going to have to be on the lookout, like on a constant basis. I was already telling you know, I was already telling my girl, I'm like, we got to keep an eye out. The moment we see these things at least decently priced, we got to jump on it. Make it happen, right? Even yeah, if like immediately. Even if you're high up in the in the shackles of the stands, right? Just as long as you're right. there to watch it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So with this player, I mean, obviously he has a very, um, again, I don't know too much of him. I just, I mean, literally I'm using Wikipedia. I know not the best resource, but it's a lot of highlights, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of great, great stuff about this player with the price ticket of the contract and the hype around this, this player, mm. like what, as a fan, but also realistically, like what what is your expectations for the Dodgers this upcoming um, season? 
Uh, well, what's gonna what's gonna sound crazy is is because so this dude Shohei, um, I want to say last year had UCL surgery, and so the okay. crazy thing is is he's not even gonna pitch in twenty twenty four. Oh shit! Like at all, he's not pitching. The first year he's a Dodger, he's literally just gonna be used as a DH. So what's, he's gonna be in the for? lineup, designated hitter. Oh, okay. So his he's going to be a DH. Um, so he's going to be a stable part of the lineup, but he's not going to pitch at all. So I mean, and my thing as a Dodgers fan, I've said it. I've said it for years. Like I mean, up until like what twenty twenty when we won the World Series, even before that, and even since then, our biggest problem has been our rotation, which has been our pitchers. Our pitchers either can't stay healthy, or we just don't have a strong enough rotation to get us that final push back to the World Series. Um, I think if Shohei was pitching, I think that would definitely be the case. Um, we've always had the the firepower as far as, like, like the hitting. We've always had hitters. We've always had bombers. Um, but we've always needed rotation help. Now, I know a couple of our guys are coming back this year. Um, so we'll see. I mean, my expectations are always, always high. But... We'll see how, how our pitchers are doing. So could it be that, like, since he's not pitching this first season, his first season there, could it be that this will be more of a, um, uh, shit, like a build-up season, like kind of not rebuild, but kind of build, get the components, get the pieces, get the, the rapport and everything with the team, with how they coach, how they do everything, so that way this year two with him, should be the run. I think that's kind of how, if I remember correctly, I think that's how it was with Peyton Manning when he joined the Broncos. I don't. I don't think I mean, that first year we came out the gates running. Um, it, it, it could be, um, but again, we're. I know the Dodgers because of because now that he deferred, the Dodgers are heavily pursuing. They just had a meeting today with this other Japanese pitcher um, coming out of Japan. That is like an ace, and he's another person that teams are actively trying to get. But because now that he they got Shohei, they're hoping to attract these other Japanese players. So they just had a meeting with this top guy. He visited the Dodgers, I think, yesterday or today. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. I mean, this definitely might not be just a trial run. Um, you know... I think, again, we've always had the hitters. I mean, if you look at the lineup, we've got probably the most dangerous lineup in baseball. Did the Dodgers finish this last season, like, really uh, really well, or how was this last season? <laughs> See, and again, here's, here's the thing with the Dodgers, and it, it pains me to say it as a fan. The Dodgers, like, for the last three years or whatever, since we won the World Series, the Dodgers have consistently won their division consistently. I want to say it's like eight or nine years in a row now we've won our division. Um, and consistently made the playoffs. And we've always, we've set like home run records as a team. We've set the, the single most wins, you know, you know, in Dodgers history, you know, one year. But when it comes to the playoffs. You guys are the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, there's no other, honestly, yeah, there's no other better way to put it. Like, we got bounced in the first round this past year. Oh, shit. By a wild card team. Oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, and but don't get me wrong, that team actually ended up did go into the World Series though, so good on them. Oh, okay. So they yeah. lost. They lost the World Series, but they went. Okay. Sometimes silver lining. <laughs> right. But I mean, again, when you when you have the record, when you have the star power, when you have all of this money invested in these players, because I mean, just between two people on the Dodgers roster, between Shohei Otani and a guy called Mookie Betts. We have a billion dollars invested in just two players. Oh shit! Isn't isn't there's no caps in, in baseball, huh? Well, there's a luxury tax. Oh, what exactly? So, is that? so if you get, uh, let me get the like the right terminology because if you spend like your luxury taxes on a crazy amount, so hold on real quick. Because I remember, I mean, again, I'm not familiar with baseball, so I appreciate your your insight in this. I mean, the most that I know about baseball when it comes to signing players, I had to revert to a movie with Brad Pitt, Moneyball, um, with uh, where he is like a true story of the Oakland Athletics, which pretty much going to be Las Vegas Athletics. <laughs> but um, great movie though, it's a really good movie, and that's what kind of gave me a little bit of the insight of like how it works. Because if you're a not uh, rich, we'll say. Um, or lucrative uh, clubhouse, you're not gonna you're not gonna attract good players, and you're not gonna have the best. So he had to like deal with almost like the snickle fritz to do what he did. And oh my god, they almost I think they went right. to, like, to the playoffs. And good movie if you haven't seen it, Moneyball. Check it out with Great Brad movie. Pitt. So, so just the luxury tax. So this is what the luxury tax is. It, incre- it the luxury tax increases based on the number of consecutive seasons above the the CBT threshold, which is the competitive balance tax. If a club dips below the luxury tax threshold for a season, the penalty level is reset. In addition to the luxury tax, clubs that exceed the threshold by 20 million to 40 million are also subject to a 12% surtax. So basically what it is, is it's the CBT is a, the competitive balance tax is the salary cap. In place okay. of a salary cap, the, complete, the CBT regulates the total sum of money a given team can spend on their roster. Salary caps are common across professional sports leagues in the U.S. Gotcha. And that's kind of how, like, at one point the Yankees were kind of rolling for me because yes. they were just bringing in top dollar. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Well, shit, man, that's crazy. That's, uh, that's going to be interesting. Um, I'll be sure uh, – I'm sure now, because again, part of the the Sigma group here, so I'll be I'll be trying to track a little bit more baseball, and I want to track this guy. I mean, because this guy's getting a lot of news, a lot of media, and um, I think it's very interesting. I was like, damn, yeah, that's, a, that's I, dude, a- even my yeah, even my girl, like she doesn't follow baseball like like I do. I mean, you know, we we've, we've been to Dodger games. She's a, you know a Dodger fan, but like even she knew who Shohei was just based on like watching highlights or just hearing his name across media like she even knows who this guy is oh, wow. and so like yeah it's i'm telling you like if you if you watch highlights of this dude like i'm telling you that he's a phenom like there's no other person like this guy was was there a lot of other clubs uh pursuing this guy yes um a lot of them it just came out today apparently the san francisco giants had the exact same offer on on the table as the dodgers did um, oh shit but, but he ended up, you know, ultimately chose the Dodgers. Um, the Toronto Blue Jays um, were probably the second most competitive team, apparently, that were that were trying to get him. Um, yeah, there, when it, there was about solid contention. There's probably about four or five teams um, that were solid competitors to try to get this guy. 
And is this his deal? Is that like the biggest in MLB history or because I'm not familiar? That's the biggest in North American sports history. Oh, really? Yeah, that's not just baseball. Yeah. Well, because if you go worldwide, that's that's soccer, huh? What's that? Like as far as like the biggest like sports contract, it's isn't it soccer? Like one of the- more than likely probably soccer. Yeah, but I mean, as far as North America, yes, his is the biggest across all sports. Yeah, across all sports. basketball. Ba- oh wow, basketball, football. Yeah, that is crazy. Wow. Well, fucking a man. Well, hey man, I wanted uh, uh, thank you for joining me. Um, I know I ran a little bit past the time that I uh, originally told you, but I mean, hey, we had good conversation ah. about football and uh, educating me on the Dodgers. So I really yeah. appreciate that, man. Turned you into a fan. You turned me to a. I mean, <laughs> let's just put it this way. I mean, the 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 vacancies there because I'm not I'm not a basketball. Right, hey, there you go. I've 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 never really dived into the Giants. I've never dived into the closest team. That I was like maybe gonna be leaning towards if I was um, was uh, the A's because that's the one my wife liked and um, she tried to get my kids into that I guess but I don't know maybe now that they're going to Vegas I can probably be an A's fan because I, I just don't like Oakland dude in general <laughs> <laughs> that's why that was that's what always held me back but obviously either do their own team so you know yeah. and honestly I didn't mind their color scheme you know. Uh, uh, green and gold is not too bad, but uh, right. I can do some blue and white. Goes with my Broncos, kind of. You know what I mean? There so, you go. I don't know. Then we'll we gotta see. get some. Then, then we gotta get Jordans to match, dude. See? Yeah, see, <laughs> that's right. We need to get the those light blue. Uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Air Jordans? You got there, man. I want to get the. I need to get the darker navy one so that way they can go with my uh, my Bronco getup when I'm wearing the all there blue you go. home. <laughs> all right, brother. Hey, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for joining yes, me. Sir. Um, as always, man. It's always a pleasure. This is good stuff. Thank you, man. All right, brother. So, as you guys know there, it's the baseball team is up for grabs. I don't have a favorite baseball team, so we'll see if uh, if Rudy there can convert me into a Dodgers fan. I don't know. But that is today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, obviously, we'll keep you guys up to date with all football Um as we talked about, you know, this this weekend's going to be interesting. I mean, going forward, every single week, it's going to be very, very interesting. So we'll uh, we'll see how that pans out. And um, yeah, man, I'm just thinking about playoffs. God dang, my Broncos are so close. I really hope they get it. I don't know. We'll see. I got to keep. I got to keep low expectations. I've said it before, and if I got to stay true to my own word. Keep low expectations. This has been Sigma Duocast. I'm your host, Rick. You guys heard Rudy, co-host Maverick. Hope you guys enjoyed. Have a great day. We'll catch you guys in the flip.